Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's American Financing. In the next 20 minutes, you are going to understand the Great Reset just a little bit better. And you're going to understand your world just a little bit better. And you will understand why I say get out of debt. Get out of the credit cards. Get them paid off. Uh, If you need a loan, get one now. You're going to have a harder time getting a loan. Uh, American Financing is there for you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Do it now. Uh, and uh, just get your financial house in order. All right. You, you don't see any reason that interest rates could go up in the future, do you? No, 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 They're no, going to no, stay no. this low forever, right? Oh, yeah. And okay. inflation is uh, over. And, uh, oh, and the banks aren't going to be spying for the government or anything. It's going to be good. That it's be is good. a relief. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's great. Uh, back in just a second, the uh, national broadcast starts in a minute. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I'm going to give you an understanding of the world you're living in in the next 20 minutes. And I also have a a major prediction that I hope is not going to come true. But I will see. We'll see. I'll make that here in the next 25 minutes or so. And today we're really concentrating on what's happening in our schools. Did you know that there's a new sex ed uh, curriculum that's come out? You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I mean, if you're depraved, uh, don't care about children, and some sort of uh, communist revolutionary, you're going to love it. I don't know how many of those are in our audience, but we'll share it anyway. Uh, That's uh, all coming up. We begin with the shortages. (laughs) They're great. All coming up within 60 seconds. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. There are so many things uh, that you have to worry about right now. And quite honestly, I don't know about you, but uh, wouldn't mind just going into a cabin in the woods, throw the phone in the blender, burn all the electronic devices and just get away. However, there will be no place to escape to. There will be no place that will be unaffected. And that's the way it is with cybersecurity right now. Cybercrime is is everywhere in our lives i mean how many people sleep with their phone next to their pillow how many be- hmm? yeah i do that you well, do because that, it's the alarm clock and then yeah i know, you know i know, and then it's, I, know. Yeah, I gotta get up and look at your dopey emails that you it sent is. at 3 a.m about the <laughs> coming apocalypse or whatever uh it is really i don't i don't know why that you sound grumpy you sound grumpy. <laughs> a little grumpy yeah okay. a little grumpy. all right mm-hmm. lifelock will help you detect a wide range of identity threats uh and they'll send you an alert plus you'll have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim because nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor everything in our lives again we're on Online all the time but keep what's yours yours with lifelock by norton join now save up to 25 percent off your first year with promo code back 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com use the promo code back for 25 percent off 
All right, let me just go through some of the numbers here. Uh, consumer prices have risen now 5.4%. Uh, percent. Highest inflation in 13 years. That's perhaps because uh, it's the same people that were in office 13 years ago. <laughs> what a crazy idea. Uh, things are completely out of control. If you look at the prices, well, I don't need to tell you. You go to the grocery store. Uh, you buy meat. Well, Stu doesn't. Um, but uh, I still buy it. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to be vegans and we're all going to like it. We're all going to like it. And by the way, by 2030, with a great reset, you'll own nothing and you'll like it. And I want you just to ponder that. How is it? That a country that is that really bases its whole dream, its identity on private ownership. That's how you get rich. That's how you move up in class. You know, when you were a serf, the Lord and the lady owned all the land and you just worked for them and you rented from them. You would give them so much of your your crop and that's the way you made it. And you could never move up because you couldn't own land. Isn't it interesting that this is all coming back, but this time we're gonna like it. Now, how do you create a situation in eight, year, eight years where the people of America won't own anything? Well, you get them so ensnared in debt, you then raise the taxes so they have to sell their stuff. Uh, and you just make it impossible through, you know, uh, the Green New Deal. When you, when you have to weather strip and you have to put all these things in and you can't use natural gas anymore and oil is too expensive and why don't you have a solar panel? You won't be able to afford anything. That's how it happens. Now, I am very, very concerned. We, are, we were on the supply chain thing quite early. Uh, in fact, uh, I think before, before we even blocked anybody uh, in, from traveling to China because of the Jetta virus, we were talking about the supply chain. We were telling you, if this thing shuts down, you're going to have real problems. There will be real shortages and you will see a dramatic change in our economy and in our way of life. We told you that before the coronavirus was even here. I'm not saying that to um, brag. What I'm what I'm why I'm telling you that is because please follow. Keep track. You know, my my kids did this to me when I was young. I was in radio and I've been in radio for a long, long time in music radio. And uh, I could I was good at picking hits at the time. Now, not so much, but I was good at picking hits. And we were going to they were big Britney Spears fans. So I drove them into the city to the big Virgin uh, record store when they had record stores in Times Square. And uh, we bought the new um, uh, Britney Spears uh, CD and we listened to it all the way home. And uh, as we listened to it, I said, that's going to be the first release. That will be the second release, that one and then that one. And my kids talked to me about why. Why do you think that? Blah, blah, blah. And I explained it to them. Uh, and little did I know, they went home and they wrote all of that down, 
Hannah, who is like a <laughs> mad scientist at seven. Um, she wrote all of it down and then she tracked it. And uh, she did that. And that's why, honestly, that's why she listens to me. Because she did it early on and was like, you know, dad knows what he's talking about on that. And she has always done that. And my kids follow me. And when I say, no, listen, this is true. They've tracked it. So they know I'm asking you to please. If you if you we, we are out of time and I can't spend a lot of time trying to convince people that aren't convinced because it's coming quickly. And I just want you to go back and look at the records, uh, go back. And and if I say something, please at least take it into consideration as something you should seriously consider. Uh, all right. So we've been telling you about the supply chain. What's disturbing about this is now Pete Buttigieg came out yesterday and said that this is going to last years and years. Now, I know we've been doing covid for almost two years, and uh, it's been the longest 15 days to flatten the curve I've ever experienced. <laughs> so when they come out and say years and years, what they're saying is because remember, the great reset is 2030 that is eight years away what they're saying is you're never going back i don't believe that to be true these are the same people that told us the trump economy could never happen do you remember it was joe biden it was uh it was Barack Obama that said we're never going to get better than this it will never be better than this do you remember well it was the reason why it will never get better is because A, their ideas don't work. B, they don't want it to get better. They're looking, their goal is different than yours and mine. And you have to get to a place to where you recognize now you are not living in the same America. We are under attack from, um, uh, from revolutionaries inside our own government they are both revolutionaries and the man they will lose if we all wake up I, what i want to tell you here is the supply chain they're now listen carefully when they're talking because they're now talking about public private partnerships that the government needs to get involved in the ports to make sure that they run right may i ask you a question when has the government ever run anything effectively when has this administration ever run anything effectively the government needs to stay out of the way and let private industry do it but they're not on the ports and they will cause things to be even worse because that is their intent the number of people quitting their jobs is at an all-time high if Joe Biden and his mandate, if they do start enforcing it by November 9th, or if the the companies around the country believe that they are going to start getting fined, November 9th is going to be a watershed day in America because you will have hundreds of thousands of people lose their jobs if they haven't had the vaccine. That's not going to sit well. It's not going to sit well. What, what is your com company doing about it? 
ask now. Uh, this company is not going to do vaccine mandates. We're not going to do it. Period. It is unconstitutional. If a governor says vaccine mandates, that's not unconstitutional. A governor can make a mandate like that. But that's the state. That is not the federal government. Uh, by the way, the inflation rate, uh, the White House is now insisting that it is now decreasing. It's now going to go down. The corporate tax hikes are going to hinder investment. I really want to focus on this. Um, the, in, if you follow it all, the uh, energy markets, you will see that oil is going through the roof. And what is Joe Biden doing? Joe Biden has first begged Saudi Arabia. We were importing zero barrels from Saudi Arabia. Zero the last month of Trump. We now went with our hat in our hand to Saudi Arabia and said, could you pump more oil? They said, sure, but we're not sending it to you. We're going to send it to China. Okay. Now, Putin is saying that oil is going to be up over $100 a barrel. So what did Joe Biden do this week? Joe Biden went to the energy uh, producers, the oil and gas people, and started pressuring them to lower the price of gasoline and oil. He's now going to do what FDR did and, villi uh, and vilify all people who are in business. And he's going to start blaming them for the price of oil. This is all part of you will own nothing and the government will run everything. By the way, the other person who did this was Hugo Chavez. That was the, that was the death knell to Venezuela taking over the oil and gas industry. But we don't have that problem because if you look at the energy markets, they are not getting investment dollars. So there's two ways to do this. You can uh, pressure them, you can belittle them, and you can take them over. But if you run a little extra pressure, because after all, it's the United States of America versus Exxon, what you do is you have all of the banks all of the big uh, hedge funds agree to not invest in oil and gas and coal. And that's exactly what is happening. This is part of the Great Reset. You are going to be paying six plus dollars for gas. Even in Texas, you will be paying five dollars a gallon for gasoline. It is coming. Seattle. Looks like it's going to fire up to 40% of its police force because of the COVID-19 uh, mandate. Remember, what is the um, uh, top-down, bottom-up, inside-out theory? You cause so much chaos that things just can't function until the average person on the street stands up and says, somebody's got to do something. That's what they're operating on. You cannot add to the chaos. You must be prepared. You must be peaceful. You must shun anyone that is talking about violence. This is a tightrope we are all walking. If you want to save the republic, A, wake up. We are in revolution. B, 
get all lies out of your life. And I mean lies like, well, okay, we can talk about more than two genders. No, we can't. There are two genders. Well, we can say that, I mean, you know, he's a she and maybe she should go in the bath. No, we cannot. Well, we can talk about the vaccine and whether everybody should have it. No, we cannot. You know why? Because it's unconstitutional. We are not going to break the Constitution to go after people who are not paying their taxes. We are not going to allow the IRS to be uh, uh, to bully the banks into giving them information for every six hundred dollar transaction that violates the Fourth Amendment. Get all lies out of your life because things are going to be bad. Um, Last night, I saw a disturbing story, and most people won't worry about this, but I do. I've been talking about AI for 30 years. I have been following it for a very long time. I have been telling you I was way ahead on 3D printing. I was way ahead on deep fakes. You might have even heard about that from this program. Also, robotics and AI. When AI takes over, especially AGI, ASI, listen to an old show to find out about that. We are in deep trouble because it's now out of your hands. They have now strapped to one of these quadrupedal uh, robot dogs a, a sniper rifle. It is the latest that is going for sale for the Pentagon, and they love it. It's a 6.5 millimeter Creedmoor cartridge rifle ammunition developed with long-range target shooting in mind. Uh, This, we do not have the moral capacity to hold. Our military, it could fall into the hands of a really bad, we will make the Nazis look like rookies. Pray for our country. Pray that sanity happens and pray that you are used in peaceful ways. To save people. Because I believe this audience, and I've always said this, will be the audience that will make the difference between freedom surviving and freedom being lost for at least eight decades. Know that you've been called. Know that you are here for a reason. Know that you will be blessed. Blessed be the peacemakers. Stay informed. I'm going to give you a prediction of something uh, that is coming. I hope not, but I think it is in uh, 60 seconds. First, let me tell you a little bit about Carolyn, who wrote in recently about her experience with Relief Factor. Carolyn has had a lot of lower back pain for years uh, due to a back injury she, she sustained. It got so bad she couldn't even stand up. I mean, she couldn't stand up all the way anymore. That's when she discovered Relief Factor. She thought, I might as well give this a try. Within a couple of weeks, the pain began to lessen, and soon Carolyn wasn't only able to get out of her house again, she could drive her car again. That is truly getting your life back. That's the power of Relief Factor. Are you in pain? Please just try the three-week quick start trial pack. Just see if it works for you. You have nothing to lose. 20 bucks. 
But would you risk 20 bucks on something that might get you out of pain and get your life back? ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. 10 seconds. Station ID. U.S. Air Force revealed uh, this week that they have received intelligence that five individuals who boarded a flight out of Hamid Karzai International Airport in Kabul back in August intended to hijack the aircraft that U.S. forces had to quickly move to stop the situation from happening. They were on one of our C-17s. I'm telling you right now, we have no idea. They were stuffing people onto C-17s and quite honestly, The United States government stuffed people onto our airplanes as well. Um, uh, There are bad people along with really good people on these airplanes. I, I hope that I am wrong on this. But as I was thinking things through yesterday, because we are now in phase two of the operation to save these people from uh, slaughter in Afghanistan. Phase one was to get them out of the country to what we were called lily pads. Uh, they were countries that would just host them for a month or so until we could get another country to host them. Well, the State Department has uh, stopped us from going to any there will not help us. In fact, they're hurting us getting people to other countries. They are calling in advance and. And saying, we can't vouch for this. We can't do anything. And they are hurting these refugees. And our allied countries that have taken all these refugees uh, want them gone from their country. God help us. But I believe every single person that is sitting on a tarmac or sitting anywhere in a temporary country, I think this has been done intentionally. And at some point... Somebody has to take all of those people. And I bet our State Department and our president are going to say, well, it just has to be us. We'll take all of them. This is the Glenn Beck Program. What do you think, Stu? (laughs) It sounds like exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Rochelle wrote in a while back to talk about her dog's experience with rough greens. Uh, I'm shocked, she said. Our 11-year-old dog, who is very picky has always had to have her food topped with leftovers in order to eat it at all. Even then, she usually would leave a handful of kibble in the bowl. Well, now when I sprinkle a spoonful of rough greens straight into her dry dog food, she eats every last crumb. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making feeding time a much happier experience. I don't know what I love better, uh, that my dog, I don't have to hand feed him anymore or stand there like a statue while he eats. Uh, or the fact that after a couple of months with rough greens, he's just a different dog. I mean, I love both of them, but I think I'd feed him rough greens just if he would just eat and it wasn't such a hassle. That's what rough greens does. You sprinkle it on the dog's food and they love it. I want you jar your dog to try it out. Get a free bag. All you pay for is shipping a free bag of rough greens. Roughgreens.com slash Beck 833-GLEN33. See if your dog loves it as much as Uno. Uh, It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. 
Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Your promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. Um, make sure you go back and watch my Wednesday night special from last night. It was on a national divorce. Uh, and I hope I hope that doesn't happen, but I think it's a good case that we cannot go back to where we were um, because we disagree on too many fundamental things. And uh, the thing that you can do is strengthen your state, especially if you're in a red state. You've got to strengthen your state and red states need to start to stand together uh, and draw the line on the Constitution. There is an amazing story that's been going on in Wyoming, and you know I have family in Wyoming. When did Wyoming become a a wuss of a state? When did Wyoming and Laramie, Wyoming, a a town that is of thirty thousand people, it's a college town, uh, when when did they start handcuffing students because they wouldn't wear a mask? I believe that's new. I would say, though, I don't know that we blame the entire state of Wyoming for this, right? This is... No, but... Because they don't have a mask mandate in the state of Wyoming. Not why. I was not just now. at a wedding last summer. They didn't have one. Uh, we just didn't care. Right. I mean, that's also what yeah. 90% of these mask mandates mean right. at this point is that people right. just don't pay attention to them. Um, but, I mean, I don't know that... It, the state of Wyoming in its entirety, I don't know that it's it's to blame for this. But this this certainly this town and this or slash school district... I mean, this seems completely nuts. Okay, I want to introduce you to Grace Smith, and I believe her father is on the phone as well, Mr. Smith, who should go to Washington. Grace? (laughs) Grace, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, how are you? Tell the audience audience what happened to you in in school. Yeah, uh, I've been protesting the mask since the beginning of the school year because our school district set up a mandate. Um, I was suspended three times with a two-day out-of-school suspension each. I was issued two $500 trespassing citations, so I now owe $1,000 in trespassing citations for not leaving after being suspended. And then I was arrested after the school was put on lockdown for an hour and a half um, after I was suspended because they refused to let me back into class. And the police came, they actually handcuffed you. How long, yes. how, how long were you in jail? Did they um, actually book you? Well, no, the, well, they took me straight to the jail. Um, and I, did, I didn't ever went in a cell. I actually just sat in the lobby. And then they took my handcuffs off and took me into a back room that looked like an office. Um, I was in there for maybe 30 minutes. They just asked me simple paperwork questions like medical history, first middle, last name, things like that. Um, and then they released me right out the front door to my dad. Um, no bond, no bail. And I never went in a jail cell. Okay. Dad is on the phone. I'm sorry. I don't know your, your first name, Mr. Smith. Uh, Andy. Andy. Okay. Andy, first of all, good for you. Sounds like you really raised a, a good citizen here. Um, what? Yeah, she's uh, she's really amazing. So, was this her idea? Yeah. So Grace came to us at the beginning of the year. She informed us that she did not want to wear a mask, and we, uh, her mother and I, told her that that was fine. 
um, that we would support that decision. But if we looked into the legality of their policy and we found the policy to have legal standing, then she would have to make a decision to either wear the mask and uh, go to school or drop out and do homeschooling. Dang. And so what we, what we found was quite the contrary. We, we believe that uh, uh, the Wyoming State Constitution affords us the, the right as parents and legal guardians of grace to make her health care decisions. And uh, so we began challenging their authority. And, uh, and as a result, this is where we ended up. So Grace ended up being targeted. I think we were just asking the right questions, I guess. So they kind of uh, came after her first. Um, you know, so it's important for people to, to know that on the day of her arrest, uh, Grace believes about at least a third, if not a half of the student body was not in masks. Holy cow. So uh, what does that mean? Well, it means they, they lost control. So Grace, uh, her silent protest of not wearing a mask empowered other kids to make the same decision. And they had a lot of uh, empty threats. They were going to uh, do this, do that, start suspending kids. Um, but they, they hadn't actually started to act. And they waited until they got an official statement from the governor. Um, so Governor Gordon came out with a statement of support um, to the school boards and the superintendents and the counties that were making the mask policies. And uh, as soon as they had that letter of support, um, then they, they began to act and started to uh, suspend a few children. So as far as we know, only four kids total had been suspended, um, even though countless kids have been not wearing masks. Um, and, uh, and so they've, they've slapped the town into submission. Yes, uh, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. Um, you know, these parents are not given the choice, um, and they're using the uh, the guise of the COVID nineteen Delta variant situation um, and the quarantine recommendations from the CDC as their reasoning. So, what's happening is kids are getting uh, contact traced in the classroom if if one kid pops positive, and then they're sending you know hundreds of kids home at a time for fourteen days at a time. Good so heavens. we're back to. We're back to quarantining the healthy. So in the flu of, uh, is more dangerous. The flu is more dangerous to teenagers and kids than coronavirus. Yes, that's correct. And I do want to you know, be clear that we did not approach this from the coronavirus standpoint. We didn't argue the efficacy of the mask or anything like that. We went about this from a civil rights aspect. Good for you. And challenged their actual authority to the matter because... Uh, that's just what we felt was more important because we saw that no, there was, you're not going to win the argument on the, on the COVID stuff with these people. So, well, you would if you listen to science, but nobody's listening to science anymore. Um, so, what is next, Grace? I mean, is this over? Do you um, do you do you think anyone's going to stand up? Is this just the beginning? What what what's next? Well, uh, last night at the board meeting, I withdrawed from the school, um, and so I'm going to start a homeschool program uh, because it's not necessarily safe for me to go back because we've had personal threats to our family, and I've been bullied, and uh, there was a shooting threat last Friday wait. Um, to the school. Wait, 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 wait so, hang um, on just a second. Yeah. Dad, how long have you lived in Wyoming? I was born in this town. What um, has happened yeah. to your town? 
uh, it's it's really sad and it's happening everywhere. Uh, and, it, and the simple answer is indoctrination. And uh, we live in a we live in a university town. It's a state university. It's the only one in Wyoming, um, and uh, it's one of only two counties in the state that's blue. Um, and that's driven by the university. So it's just another example of how the universities are taken over. Gosh, shut those places down. They are just poison, poison for our republic. Um, all right. So you had to withdraw uh, and you did that, you know, not in person at the school board meeting. Right. Correct. OK. And what was the response? Uh, well, it was just during open comment, so there wasn't a response. But um, I was the last to speak of 15 people, and I think that it, it was definitely a, a very impactful thing to end with the public comment with. Um, and I think that it hopefully put things in perspective for all the board members um, to see that they really messed up. Um, but since that, I'm going to uh, continue to fight this legally. Uh, we're filing lawsuits, and uh, we're we're working on how to fight this legally. So uh, I'm going to devote most of my time to that from now on. Grace, I would love to invite you. There's it's a it's a tough, rigorous uh, process that people have to go to go through to get to our uh, our classes here uh, on leadership uh, that we do at the Mercury Studios and Mercury One. Um, American Journey Center, but uh, I'll put you at the front of the line. If you would like to come down at, uh, for one of these training sessions, you are a leader of the future, and we'd sure like to, to help arm you with the truth um, about our history and everything else. So you're welcome at any time if you want to take me up on that. Um, I understand that you guys were, I mean, what do you do for a living? Uh, we own a, uh, a, well, I mean, we're trying to keep keep the business separate. So Okay, okay. That. It's just, I mean, uh, but um, I understand that, uh, you know, you're going to have all kinds of costs uh, involved in, uh, in legal funds, et cetera, et cetera. And um, uh, you tried to go to GoFundMe, and GoFundMe shut you down? Uh, yeah, it was interesting. I never did get a response from GoFundMe to know the official reason, um, but they they put a hold on all the the funds, the ability to withdraw the money, and they did I've that saying that, that they needed they needed to get some clarification on what the money would be used for. Ah, and so um, so I reached out to them, and they would not respond, and then. Um, uh, got in touch with a couple people that have had experience in the matter and mm-hmm. basically informed me that they that this is kind of their precursor for their censorship. So they were most likely going to shut the uh, the fund down. So we we, we kind of got ahead of the curve there. Opened up a um, an account with Give Send Go. Um, I've never and, heard of them. Uh, it's a Christian group, right? Christian group. And, yeah. and I got to tell you, they've been incredible. We yeah. actually, um, they had a question about our account and instead of shutting us down, they called, I got a phone call from yeah. the CEO <laughs> who, 
It's crazy. Yeah, you got to ask for some clarification and yeah. got it back going and is offering his full support to what yeah. he's doing. So. It's crazy when yeah. you just reach out to people. You don't have to shut them down. Uh, but we've seen that with GoFundMe. I, I, we'll start using Give, Send, Go as well. So you go to GiveSendGo.com and what do you look for to be able to donate? Um, Grace, do you wanna, Grace, why don't you tell them? Yeah, uh, you look for Stand With Grace. Okay. And what is the money going to be used for? Um, it's going to be used for uh, not only our legal fees, but legal fees of any other kid in the state and possibly the nation that wants to continue to fight this legally. Um, and the more money we get, the more kids we can help. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. Grace, um, good for you for leading your generation and standing up. You will be remembered. Um, Thank you. Uh, and you will be, when you're 90, you will be able to say, when the world went crazy, this is what me and my family did. And uh, I think that's fantastic. Thanks, Grace. Yeah, thank you. Let us know if we can help again. Stand with Grace, uh, and you can uh, you can donate now at I want to make sure I have this right. Is it give? What was it, Stu? Uh, give, send, go. Yes. Give, send, go dot com slash stand number four. Grace. All right. If you have read Hayek's Road to Serfdom, uh, it's easy to start to see how central planners feel uh, that they know best. They want to control every aspect of the economy. Of course, time and time again, history shows us this doesn't work. Now, I'm going on a limb here to guess that your kids or grandkids haven't read Hayek yet. Maybe you haven't. As you've heard, our kids are under attack and they'll never hear anything about the free market. It is essential that you teach it. And it's hard. I mean, how am I going to get my kids to read Hayek? Well, the Tuttle Twins and the Road to Surfdom, that's like surf, like the sport, will give your kids a fantastic understanding of how central planning is responsible for the problems that they see in the world. Things like unemployment and shortages due to COVID shutdowns. Tuttle Twins, the Road to Surfdom. Get these books for your kids today. Read it aloud to them. You might uh, learn something as well. Uh, it is a great series of books. You must take control of your children's education now. Tuttle Twins. They're having a great sale now. 35% discount off of their books. Plus, they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. It's a big discount off the normal price. I'm telling you, schools are going to get much, much worse. You have to teach your kids. Best way to do it. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the discount. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, I've got some good news for you. Multiple asteroids larger than the pyramids and the size of the Empire State Building and the Golden Gate Bridge are headed towards Earth. And, uh... They could hit us in the next couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah, several of them. Several of them. Can we veer the Earth toward them? I am rooting for the asteroids. <laughs> That's we... why I said it was good news. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the bad news is they probably won't hit. Hmm. They're 7 million kilometers away. Very close call. The moon, remember, is about 400,000 kilometers away. So, you know, you got that going for you. But, you know, hey, it could happen. 
it could happen. I mean, there's a lot of them. There are like seven or eight of them, and they're huge. They are huge. Size of the Statue of Liberty, size of the Empire State Building, size of the Golden Gate Bridge. Do we know where they're coming from? Uh, I think Alderaan. <laughs> really? I do. It's, uh... Remember, that happened a long, long time ago. It's true. In a galaxy far, far away. So these might be some of the remnant, remnants of Alderaan. Darth Vader still screwing with us after <gasps> all these years. Oh, my gosh. I felt as though I heard a million voices cry out, and then suddenly they were silenced. Really? That's weird. Did you hear that? I only heard the silence. Wow. So it was, it just, was... Being, it just quiet to me. <sighs> but I heard that's half of your story. That's, I, yeah. can, I, can, I can I'd take the confirm. Death Star right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something that just kind of all of a sudden comes out, and you're like, what the hell? And then there's a laser beam, and then you're dead. I think I would take that at this point. That would solve a lot of our it problems. It would solve a, a lot, lot of, of our them. problems. Mm-hmm. A lot of our problems. And it would solve global warming completely. Yeah. You know, yeah. once once the laser heat cooled down. It would be, you know what would be really bad though is we're so close to Jesus coming back. Mm. I hate to spoil that whole thing. <laughs> Maybe this is what Jesus is gonna do. He's gonna show up with a Death Star, but you people screwed this thing up. Jesus in a big black helmet. <laughs> I can't do anything with you people. <laughs> This is the Glenn Beck Program.